Hey, you guys, it's me, Bonnie, your host of the Grieving Girl podcast. And today I have two guests. We've got the man behind the camera and the scenes, Adam Hoyak. I'm the editor. He is the voice behind the camera in crickets mm-hmm. and zoinks and close ups. I sure am. That's and me. then we have my friend Audrey Beale Simmons. <laughs> I've deemed her top listener of the Grieving Girl podcast. It's true, and it's an honor to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Insert clapping here. (sighs) I got the note. This is is actually great. It's wild kind of being on this side of it because I've never seen your setup or or anything or doing all this little sound check thing that we just had to do. It's really freaking kooky. Yeah. Can I swear on this? I don't really remember. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) okay so you guys this is the last episode of season one all things grief we're wrapping it up and then also towards the end we're going to talk a little bit about like grieving through the holidays how to help a grieving friend if you are the grieving friend i'll lol like i am an expert i'll tell you what i do and see if you like it uh (laughs) Do you want to tell us what um, you deemed the title of this episode? This episode will be titled Wrapped in Dead. A play on the Kelly Clarkson song, (laughs) Wrapped in Red. And we love Kelly. So go listen to Kelly. Yeah. Listen to this, but also listen to Kelly because we love her. I mean, great Christmas album. Yeah. Um, Okay. So also, if you're looking at us wondering why we might look this way. Oh, like monsters. It's because this is it's midnight and we're post show. <laughs> yeah, we did two shows today and we did two shows yesterday. That's true. And if you're like, what show is it? It's Beauty and the Beast, and that's why I look like a drag queen. Bonnie plays a fierce Babbitt. one. She's a fierce feather duster and she slays. So you all should. Uh, when will this come out? Will they have time to come see us? Oh, this will probably be out on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I will. This will probably be my day tomorrow quick, editing this. It'll a quick turnaround for Adam. A quick so turnaround, but I love see it. See us at the Walnut Street Theater. <laughs> yeah. Um. In Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Literally every day, basically multiple times a day until New Year's Eve. Yeah. Ding. Literally, exactly. come see us. It's be great. our guest. <laughs> be our guest. I'm a knife. I can't. We can't. That's the last time we can say it tonight. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Be fragu. Okay. So, how this is going to work, just because, again, it's midnight and we love it here, but like, whew, um, we're going to do a quick wrap up of what we felt. The season really hit on any like moment, an aha moment through listening or like a standout episode that really resonated mm-hmm. or something you're like, you know, I heard this person say blank and it kind of stuck with me. We're just going to wrap it up and then, you know, we're going to talk about Christmas time and then that will be that. Okay. Sir, the point of the season, all things, what was it? All things, all things grief, grief. Yeah, all things so. grief. Um, <laughs> Again, for me, me, was really to just kind of hit on for everyone that, like, grief is not just death. Because I think a lot of people, when I started sharing about my grief on the internet, were like, I can't really, like, you know, I don't, I don't relate because, like, I haven't gone through that. Which mm-hmm. is like, sure, but you probably have experienced some sort of grief and right. you just don't right. know it because we don't talk about it. It might not be the same as yours, but there are different versions of right. of it. And like someone doesn't have to die for you to feel these right. things. And even that term grief has such like a dramatic connotation of being like, oh, I, 
I did not realize that I was grieving what I'm grieving and it just sounds so intense, but it's just real. It's a, it's only a word and it's means so much and so little and so everything. Yeah. And it's a really short, small word and it's really five letters compass so much. I didn't go to school for spelling, so I just wanted to make sure I got that correct. It's spelled G R I E F Green. We were not cheerleaders, it's clear. I was. I was a cheerleader too. Oh my god, my sister was a cheerleader. I knew her routines. Secretly in the stands. Yeah, I loved watching her. Booyah, booyah. Booyah, I didn't have that too. Oh, we didn't have that one. Oh, yeah. I'll show you later. B-E-A-G-G. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, the lobby. Anyway, so grief, tiny word, lots of feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really was the whole thing behind it. And from the feedback I've gotten, it did its job because a lot of people have been like, I just like, one, didn't know other people felt this way or I heard this story and it was just like, moved me so much because my sister went through that and I didn't know how to help her. And I wish I would have maybe heard some tidbits sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it did its job. Yeah. Curious. Um, if you guys have any like aha moments from any episodes you listen to or um, so many, I, I mean, yeah, so many, everyone's story was kind of like, let me check my notes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Adam brought his notebook. I very brought- prepared. I did. I brought, well, because, you know, I, I like, I, I do all the editing. So it's like, I get to, yeah. it's like, I love listening to everybody's story and all the episodes. And I love that. That was a big takeaway for me was the grief comes in many different shapes and forms. It's not just yes. about death. And I think the, the episode that really was an aha moment for me was some something that I could relate to was... Uh, episode four, Mama Bear with Lisa, mm-hmm. and just the 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 grief she was sharing about the loss of a part of herself that she did not get to mm-hmm. experience, and I feel like that resonates with me because I feel like through my own journey in life, there are things that I did not get to experience Mm. with certain things, you know, like I'm not going to go deep into this, but my stepfather committed suicide when I was in the 10th grade Mm -hmm. and I had to grow up immediately. Yeah. And that whole part of like 15 years old and on was just gone. Yeah. And like I was the man of the house, had to take care of my mom, had to take care of my sister. And it just was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Let's move on and move up and grow up. And that, you know, really, her episode really, there there are many things that I feel, not just that experience, there are many things that I've gone through in my life, you know, love, relationships, and family, where I'm like, oh, there's a lot that I missed out on. Yeah. And, but I'm, coping and and figuring that out and that was really helpful to kind of listen it was an aha moment for me to kind of realize that maybe that was a level of this word grief that I was kind of going through and like thinking about and not being able to put a term with it and maybe the term grief was so scary to me because it seems so severe and it is but 
when you can find it and then embrace it and realize that it's just life, then it it eventually gets easier. Does that make sense? It does. Totally. And also, like, that experience stemmed from a very big loss. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you lost a lot of, like, your teen years from a death. Yeah. Right? So, like, there are things of your teen experience that you, like, the innocence is gone. Right. Right? Like, you didn't ask for this to happen, and now the way you saw mm-hmm. high school going changed immediately. And, like, that's, yes. Yeah. It is grief. Yeah. Like, and it, it kind of pinballed its way yes. to making other things in my life. I missed out on certain things. You know, even parts of ways to love and embrace myself, mm-hmm. I feel like I've missed out on. But I feel like the more I recognize it, the more I can go on the path to fixing it. And that was episode four. I mean, so that was like we were we were in it, but we were about halfway through because mm-hmm. this will be eight, correct? Yes. Like that was I really liked. I mean, I like all the episodes, but that one specifically was an aha moment where I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not necessarily mourning like a, a, a death. I mean, it could have been, it was caused by a death. Sure. And that's a whole different story. But the the results of it were very much pieces of like, I don't know, myself. Maybe I have a lot of horcruxes around that I'm just like, well, you know, Harry Potter. You, you are Harry Potter. You love Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Yeah. Y- you are. I mean, right. I think that's <laughs> very valid. Yeah. And also, again, the point of the season so that people weren't just like, oh, there's a tombstone on the cover. I don't it's not for me. <laughs> Honestly, right. was like that was why I wanted to do this season for people to realize everyone, everyone. is grieving. Yes, everyone. Will everyone. And yes. how you like can validate and support your friends without feeling like you need to fix your friends because we're all fucked anyway. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think my one of my biggest takeaways of listening to the podcast and also just being friends with Miss Bonnie Kelly is just n- new understanding of how toxic it can be to try to be that friend that's yeah. like, oh, but it's going to be okay in like an hour, you're going to feel better or right. like in a week, you're going to feel better or just like the the idea that we are all going to experience this grief at one point in time or multiple times in our lives and that you can do that grieving person such a service by just being with them how they need you to be with them and letting go of one's own ego or emotional like I think a lot of people in my circle are like empaths that just want to like you know be there with this person yeah. and be like oh like it's really easy i i can sense in myself it's really easy for me to like go there with somebody and then easy for me to be like oh now i'm uncomfortable and now i want to now i want to fix this and now i want to get us right. out of this right and like <laughs> feels icky to like admit that but that is like a well, tendency it's a reality but that's like, also like a natural instinct like nobody yeah, wants like, to see people sad like, no just, yeah like let's not no like don't go just, there don't go to this place yeah, like no no yeah. stay in the light yeah, stay yeah, in the light yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's but i think i've learned so much about just um it's okay to sit in that uncomfortable place with people and 
again, we will all experience at one point in time. I mean, everyone will experience a death of a loved one, but also all these other versions of grief that mm-hmm. you outlined in all these episodes. Um, yeah, I, I think just the, the the being the other person in that situation, like thinking back to um, Angie's episode of like what you brought up of like, people saying like, oh, well, why don't you just adopt? Or why don't you, mm. like, those things that are like those easy things for us to say, like, oh, here's a fix for you. Here's mm-hmm. a thought for you. Here's a, like, here's a, here's how to make it better. And it makes us feel better in the moment. And it does not make the grieving person feel better at all. It's like, no. actually, wait, no. This just completely invalid, maybe not invalidated, but. No, I think that's exactly what it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's exactly what it does. Like, it just makes them feel like, well, you shouldn't be sad because there are other options. Right, right. And so it's almost just like, oh, am I not supposed to feel this way? And then you're, like, pissed that you feel that way. Right. So it I, just gets it's worse. Like you, start ga- you, you could start yeah. gaslighting yourself a little bit. 100%. Like, yeah. Um, that's, anyway, that's, like, that's kind of a takeaway for me. No, and that's a great takeaway because that was another thing a lot of people were just like, I feel like I'm the friend at the table who, like, doesn't know what to say. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is everyone feels like they need to have something to say. And, and you like, don't, you don't have to say, you don't always have to have anything to say. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's nothing you can fix. Uh, 100%. No. Unless no. someone's like, I want to mend this friendship and I don't know how to, then you offer your sure. opinion. Sure. Sure. Yes. It, it, it's so true. Like my um, partner, Charles of many years, like has gone through some grief in the last year. And I've just, I feel gr- I feel grateful to have learned like from you of like just being able to say to him like God there's nothing I can say to you right now that is going to make you feel better so let's just like sit here like yeah. it, it, like I I think five years ago I wouldn't have known how to do that and yeah. like supported myself through that while supporting him right so yeah it's a big plus to feel like I have the resources now to like navigate some of that better and hopefully continue to be better because I know that I'll need that support mm-hmm. and <laughs> any day now. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it does like it just it's that's the shitty thing about life is it's going to happen and nobody talks about it. Yeah. And then like, you're always going to be blindsided. It's never going to fall. F- like you're never going to be like, but I know how to no. <laughs> right. No. Some, no. Sometimes like, you're not gonna know how to handle it, but at least like in the back of your head, you're like other people have done it before right. me. Like it will. I will. I will somehow get through it. But like, it doesn't make it better. But it is what it is. I don't know. And yeah. sometimes life just sucks. Like completely. Re- like regardless. Sometimes if you have a bad day. It just sucks. And if I don't know if y'all are anything like me, but sometimes that's all I want to hear from you. That's all I want to hear. I want you to just sit there, maybe give me a little tap, because I do. I do enjoy like a little physical connection. What's that? What's that love language? Physical, physical touch. touch, like yeah. a little reassurance. Going, yeah, that sucks, mm-hmm. and that might make me feel better. Yeah, to feel validated that 
I'm in a situation that is is shitty yeah. and then I can be like cool so I'm not crazy right. because kind of like what you were saying of like oh I'm getting all these other options and I'm you know told oh don't go there don't go there like don't feel this way now I feel bad then I feel crazy right. then yeah. I feel like I'm being dramatic and then it's a it's a, it's a cycle it's a cycle and yeah. a spiral that's just gonna go ooh bye <laughs> like and that's not good like yeah. sometimes you just 100%. Sometimes it just sucks. And you might stay in the spiral. Lo- you might get out of the spiral quicker if you just acknowledge where you are. Right. Acknowledge you the spiral. You might stay in the spiral longer if you're denying yourself that uh, being in that place. Right. Oh, one hundo P. Anytime I feel like I need to cry and I'm like somewhere where I'm like, I can't really cry. I actually feel like so much shittier than like if day. I'm here and I just like let myself cry for even if it's two seconds and like let my body release what it is. Mm-hmm. I at least I'm like, <sighs> okay. <laughs> Whereas like when you have to hold it in cause you're like at work or right. you're somewhere like where you need to lose your shit, but you like can't lose your shit. And then you're like bottling it up. Like you physically and mentally just feel like shit. Yeah. It's the worst. We love the release. Yeah. You need <laughs> it. The release. Let yourself cry. Or put on, it on this, this very couch. This green on this, couch. This yes. Sweet little couch. I've seen many a tear fall on this couch from editing seen, these videos. Soaked it so right up. many tears, this little couch. Right into this beautiful emerald green velvet <laughs> moment. <laughs> I remember it. when you were, well, we won't go down this whole tangent, but I remember when you got this couch and you were like, it's green velvet. And I was like, that's so you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this little couch. And it's I built her cute. myself. Yeah, you did. Slay. Thank you to Wayfair.com. Another Kelly Clarkson reference because she is the spokesperson now, you guys. Okay. For Wayfair? Yeah. She's a Wayfair lady. Multi, multi-faceted. Oh, my God. Artist. The toast of Wayfair. No, I love stop it. it. That's a Beauty and the Beast <laughs> joke, you guys. Because uh-huh. she's a wardrobe. That's funny. You know, I have my moments. <laughs> Rebecca, the toast If you're of listening, Wayfair. you're the toast of Wayfair. Slay. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like if that's what both of you got out of the season, because I feel like those are like two totally different things of like, yeah, something resonated. And also like, I, I kind of like learned something then slay. We love that slay for season one. Yeah, a and huge takeaway bond. Yeah. Um, I take away that. Hmm. Uh, insert crickets here <laughs> yeah take a bigger pause if you could um i take out of this season even though it's like never anything you want to again you never want to hear like you're not alone you know other people i get it i understand mm-hmm. when you are in your deep grief you literally want to tell everyone to go F themselves who says that to you, especially when you lose someone the way I lost my mom, which was yeah. like traumatic, unrespected, should have never happened. Right. Absolutely out of nowhere, essentially like got in the car, went to get gas and never came back. Right. Like that's what I always equate the scenario to of like, a, I'll be back in five seconds. Yeah. And like and then, did yeah. that. So people being like, I get it. I'm like, no, you don't. Right. No, I understand. No, you don't. 
um, or even the, if like, someone had the same exact story as you, you are a different it's human not, yeah. from mm-hmm. that human. It's never the same. No, the it's relationship not the same. is different. I'm like, my mom was a single parent for the bulk of it, my life. Right. It was just me and her. Like, right. you don't get it. No. So that essentially is always infuriating for me to hear. However, hearing everyone's stories, even though only one was at, about an act, like a physical loss, um, it's it was comforting to actually hear and validate my feelings that sometimes consume me also consume people who are going through totally different loss mm-hmm. so right. like the depression aspect or the longing aspect or like that nostalgic thing like those are all feelings of grief that i associate with death but it's like kind of not nice that other people are feeling sad <laughs> Other people are sad too, <laughs> but it's you know Hooray! like there, sadness. There is that like and shooting star, and um, there is a level of like I don't know. I'm like not what to use like the grieving community. I guess you could say of like yeah of maybe like the story's not the same, but some of the same the feelings. I don't want to say symptoms, but like the the feelings. Yeah, yeah the the products of the grief can feel similar. And I, I mean, I think there's comfort to be yeah. taken in that for sure. And maybe if we figured out how to like verbalize that to people who are fresh in their grief so that they don't feel alone, it, it could feel less pissed off about it. Right. Like maybe that's helpful, but I just don't even know if that's a thing. Cause sometimes like you just have to let a grieving person grieve. Yeah. Yeah. And over time kind of, realize that like it is totally normal and it is also okay to just be sad and be sad for a long time like two years sounds like a long time two years when you lose a person is nothing right oh the first year you're in total shock it feels like they're on vacation yeah like going on tour it's a nine-month contract right that's nothing you know what I mean? I'm like, you're here and back. So like being for without muggles, someone for a year. Is a yeah. Musical yes. theater, uh, touring production. Sometimes yes. these contracts are about nine months. Yes. Yeah. Nine months <laughs> for the on, muggles on the musical. There. Yeah. You know, you can bring like, the baby. Isn't it like, what do they say? <laughs> well, cause we have all the musical theater kids here today. Like yes. there's, there's literally a line in next to normal where, where oh. Diana says she's like four months to grieve or for the loss of my child who came up with this time limit. Cause they're like, they try to put her through all this therapy and, and, and electroshock stuff. And she's like literally in a textbook, it says I have four months. That's an appropriate time to grieve the loss of my child. LOL. That's, bullshit i wonder if that's like based on fact that there is a book that says that because i will i wonder i will fight it's a wonderful musical so (laughs) definitely check it out it's it's not new but like it's insane (laughs) and guess what she probably win because guns of steel okay (laughs) yeah four months lol four months i'm like that who who comes up with this stuff uh, who's in charge psychopaths People who have probably seen enough loss that they're actually so disassociated that they like forget that they're yeah. probably not they're not the normal. Yeah. So I'm like, you need to Well, they need therapy. to be they need to be in the loony bin because <laughs> yeah. they clearly are making things up that is pure four nonsense. Months. I want to yeah. see like the brain scan that says it goes away in four months because I think I yeah, yeah. four months I was still kind of normal and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it was like 
yeah. grief. Right. Yeah. Like the shock and all that shit. Like it's it's all very true. The chemical change, the adrenaline. No way. If I can, I want to go back to kind of what you were saying about the like. I don't know my words. I know my heart. And that's taken from another podcast that Last Culturista does. I don't take credit for that. I love them. You're talking about how creating a community or like being recognized in the grieving community about that it's okay to like grieve and you're not alone and you don't have to go through things by yourself. And I think that's another big takeaway and aha from this podcast yeah. because I personally do not know of, a, of a, another podcast that does this. Which is what we talked about when you were kind of like talking to me about being like, is this a thing? Can we do this? Do you want to be the editor? Do you want to do all this stuff? Like, is this going to be worth it? Is it going to be, you know, all this equipment, all your camera debacles and like all these things like y'all, the, the debauchery that went to try and get this shit put together took months, it did. months, but it's so necessary. And I feel like that's such a freaking aha moment because... What were my notes that I wrote down about your about your views? What do we have? Oh, mm-hmm. When this eighth episode drops between listens and views, you over have over 2,000 people that were impacted by this podcast. Incredible. That's crazy. Incredible. You go to that little podcast globe map all the way in Australia, baby, <gasps> across the world in the future. It's the future it's there. A- <laughs> Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Punch you like a little Joey. Crikey. Oh, no. This, we're, now they're going to stop listening because we're offending Sorry. them. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Australia? Actually, I have cousins in Australia, so... One of my very so close friends lives, lives in Australia, so. in Adelaide. Kayleen, looking at you. It's like, hi, Kayleen. Like, hi, Steve, my cousin. Yeah, Steve, cousin, cousin Hello Steve. to all my cousins. <laughs> None who are Australian. But I hope that... Like, Philadelphian period. <laughs> like not that we're not that we're about to wrap up right now, but I just I heard you say that and I just felt like the need to interject of being like this yeah, you you are doing that yeah. for people in the grieving community. You are providing a safe space for and, people not to feel alone. And that Thank people you, seem to be craving that. Like I even I you know, shared one of the um one of your posts on Instagram and um a person that I worked with in California this summer reached out and said, oh, my kids lost their father when they were like 14 and 12 or something like Mm -hmm. that. And I can't wait to send this to them because I always try to give them resources, uh, you know, to understand their grief better. But she was like, I kind of don't. There's not. It's hard for people to talk about. So. She was like, I can't wait to send this to them. So thanks for sharing with your friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also just like normal people talking like normal people and not like a therapist on a soapbox about like, this is how you should feel after blank. They're really the podcast, you know, space. Do therapists do that? I don't know. Just like there are, you know, podcasts that like you go to listen to and it's like one person speaking on a topic and kind of oh, like for so more of like an expert, oh, got it, got expert it. whatever. Yeah, like, sure. I just don't feel like there's a lot where it's like, like a TED talk moment almost. A, yeah. Yeah. Instead of like a normal group of people talking on a couch about normal life things. Sure, sure, sure. Right. You know, and being like, oh, I, was like, I didn't realize you feel like you lost a part of your childhood because of a loss. Right. Same. 
you yeah. know right totally different yeah but same you know so it's like i think that means that we're doing a good job yeah so i guess we'll have to do a season two <laughs> Dun, da, da, da. I think we do have to do a season <laughs> two. We're gonna do a season two. We I don't have know. Some planning. There, well, I was gonna ask you if there are things that like you didn't get to talk about in season one that you want to, or are there? I mean, in yes. in bullet points. Yes, <laughs> I have had a lot of um, like, can you talk about grief and guilt, mm. like feeling guilty either about how the relationship was left and someone died uh, or oh. someone dying and almost feeling guilty that you're feeling a little relieved. Wow. Like that kind my, of guilt. My little heart is like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's very common. A hundred percent. So like, I think that could be a whole season, honestly, if every yeah. season's eight episodes, that's eight people. Yeah. Um, Cause again, it goes back to that thing of like, I'm feeling this. Why am I feeling this? Should I be feeling that? Like that yeah. internal, mess instead of just being okay with feeling the thing and the understandable best not saying that it's like, yeah you know yeah wow that's that's a good one yeah so that's definitely either a topic or a whole season yeah um i do at some point want to talk about the business of death i was gonna say oh. that is the thing that i have no idea yeah. about and yeah i, I was shook <laughs> i yeah. was shook yeah. I was like, this is absolutely insane. No one gives a shit that someone just died. They don't care that you're sad. I know. They want their money. It's they wild. want their this. It's horrible. Your stories on that were always cuckoo kachoo. And like still happening. Like there's that. Yeah. That is all the paperwork that's just like still needs to be accessible oh, because, God. you know, like that's just my personal journey and story that it needs to be accessible. But like it can right. take two years, three years. I mean, there's a house involved. I, the There's person's not organized. Right. Even if the person who has passed away has tried to leave everything. I mean, yeah. this is what I understand from your explanation. Even if that person has really prepared for their death and for the people around them, there's still so much to do and still so much uh, where people in the positions of, uh, it seems like um, not the most sensitive no. spaces. No, which literally. Which is wild. My mom died, and within six hours, I had a to-do list of business things. God. A to-do list of business things, and I'm like, wait, what just happened? I'm like, she's, like, not even coming back here? Like, it it was like It hadn't even hit you yet, and and yet your to-do list is filling up. I have a to-do list of death items, and none of them have to do with, like, sit on the couch and cry. Right. (laughs) And that's why I'm like, oh, four months? For a month, I was dealing with just, like, simple life things, like the credit cards, not the house. The, the, the car like four months you just about get through like the bulk of the business of death and then you're allowed to sit on the couch and start to cry yeah that's crazy so definitely a season that's on another that. season <laughs> a, a whole season that yeah. might be like 15 episodes um probably <laughs> i don't know i don't know I if was, i'll get the thought that, sorry adam what? just saw me make <laughs> some weird faces <laughs> no and, and i saw an editing opportunity and i was oh. like I'm the zooming in on I that. The reason I made the faces were because <laughs> I was about to say, like, get your listening ears ready because for all those, because I'm a podcast listener and I would love a 15 episode season. I'd be like, great, ready for my commute. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so that's what went through my head. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll have a Audrey's commuting edition, <laughs> um, business of death. There we go. Um, what else? I don't know if I'll go like. 
spousal loss season sibling loss season i guess like that mm. will just be when the spiral when we start to like just have so many different conversations going where we can kind of branch yeah um so i don't know what next season does behold i need to like sit and sift i think yeah see what resonates with most of the listeners maybe i'll take a poll follow the instagram and then we'll go from there might maybe try and do some virtual because now i've played on the virtual (laughs) yeah sorry every time you turn away from the mic i lose you sorry now I made his job harder. Um, <laughs> this is very weird being in, involved in this and also having an editing brain on because I'm like, <laughs> don't turn your head away from the mic. It's going to make taking this on the computer very hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I was interrupted by my boss. <laughs> <laughs> you, were saying, you were saying you're not exactly sure. Oh, yes. But oh, I might. Oh, lipstick on the microphone. <laughs> oh, my God. This lip is going to be like all over my chin by the time we're done this. Um, You're I might try and do like some virtual oh, like Zooms yes. or something. Oh, that's a great idea. I would idea. love to do like a people I've met on TikTok. Oh, that would be great. Wait, are you talking about a podcast episode or are you talking about like a meetup um, group? Yeah, like the view, ver, uh, the watchable. Yeah, you can do it. You can record like podcasts via Zoom. And uh-huh. it can, the visual aspect could be the switching of the screens while oh, each sure, person sure, sure. is like, literally you just zoom record. And I if see. people have microphones, like, I mean, you could literally use these yeah. too. And if they have accessible microphones, then great. Yeah, don't yes. turn away from the mic. <laughs> I need a mic headphone. <laughs> I need a hands-free headset. <laughs> you need a Britney <laughs> mic. What, yes. Or like a, like a head guard. Yes. Where just you could just keep it right here. You know, like the braces. But like it would just be attached. That would so be cute to look at. Yeah. yeah. Fashion. Um, all right. So let's segue again because it's after midnight. These party mm-hmm. animals are so kind to do this after midnight. Listen, we I had pizza. We had pizza and wine. I was ready. I would probably be up this late anyway. True. Um, would love to segue for the grieving listeners just because it's. December, first night of Hanukkah, Christmas is lurking. We've just done Thanksgiving. Not lurking. To just touch what Christmas is lurking. <laughs> Ghost of Christmas now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just touch on like some of that because I think that it's that time of year where, you know, people are like, it's the happiest time of year. And I'm like, I don't actually think it is. I think the holidays stir up a lot of emotions mm-hmm. in everyone, mm-hmm. even those who have a seemingly like, normal quotes family function happening there's always still like you know tension between siblings or parents like there's always something Mm -hmm. under the surface so i was just thinking about my thanksgiving and i did not go anywhere and i did not see anyone and i did like what a lot of people would be like oh sad girl thanksgiving like Mm -hmm. i literally slept until noon had so many beautiful offers on the table to like go with people see family and like cousins and whatever but for me it's already upsetting to do a holiday without my parents so it was easier for me to protect my peace and my vibe and kind of like obviously I like talk about it and it makes me like quiver so like 
putting myself in said situation just like makes me anxious it makes me sad it makes me exhausted mentally because then you're like doing the masked like Mm -hmm. yeah everything's great it's so great to be here by myself with your huge happy family um which is again they're my loving family they're Mm -hmm. just like my person is missing so that's what i see right regardless that i know all these people in the room are my people um so for me rejecting all of those invites was easier to pretend like Thanksgiving was a random Sunday where everybody was busy. <laughs> yeah. And I just like s- watched so much Bravo. I watched The Crown. I got Chinese food. And I like, you know, did me. I actually don't even think I cried on Thanksgiving. Shockingly enough. I also could have <laughs> cried and forgot. But um, kind of just like what could I share from that experience? And the thing that I wanted to share was just like, if a grieving person is saying thank you so much but no thank you at some point just acknowledge and be like the door is always open and everybody who invited me did this but i was just thinking about how it could not be that situation right so like it's okay to say there's an open door policy if you change your mind at four o'clock in the afternoon please come we would love to have you at some point you just like again need to be okay with them not being okay and know and it, that it's not about you. Right. Right. Of like, okay, she just like doesn't want to be here on Thanksgiving yet. And like, yeah. it's too hard for her right now. Yeah. And like, that sucks. And that's And okay. that's sad, but that's okay. So like, while we go through the holidays, maybe just acknowledge that for your grieving people of like, they're probably not okay. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, people hate hearing that I like hate Christmas. They're like, no. And I'm like, I mean, your mom's it's- like the magic maker. Right. Right. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Also, like, well, maybe I feel this way about Thanksgiving a little more than Christmas, but I'm also like, it's just a day. <laughs> like, L- literally. I also think maybe I feel a little more um, primed to think that way because of the job that we do of, like, right now we are in the middle of, like, a nine-show week. Like, we are, we will have shows through Thanksgiving, through Christmas. Like, you know, we have, like, just... Those are like our one day off. Right. So yes. I'm going to say actually this year for you, another reason for it just to be like, okay, right. that you are going to stay home and rest because like the schedule that we have is insane. That was our tech week. That was yeah, wild. it did. Honestly, I was just like, this is my was, one day off. I'm glad that I did that for myself. Of course. Yes. I'm proud of you for doing that. That's like probably not an easy thing to just be like, no, I'm going to do this for me. But anyway, back to my point. It's, it's kind of yes there's all this meaning attached to holidays and if that works for you all the time great if it works for you some of the time great i think it's totally okay for like a lot of the like meaning of a holiday to just like kind of like turn down the volume on it this year right you know what i mean right mm-hmm. if if unless if that's what you want to do if, yeah. that, if that helps you yeah. protect your vibe. Just do what works for you. Yeah, like, right. And if you have to not have a holiday moment because that's what you need, then that's great. Yeah. If it does have a lot of meaning for you, yeah, that's wonderful. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. It is interesting to think about, especially, well, I mean, especially because you bring up like the whole performing aspect of it, which yeah. we we all have celebrated Christmas together pretty much. Every year and, yeah. for the past yeah. four, four, or five years. four or five years, yeah. we've been in the, the same theater. COVID. 
besides COVID. But, but that was an inter- inter- interesting year for everyone too because right. we couldn't be together in certain ways. And right. like, I think, I just feel like I've, again, yeah, f- uh, four years now we've done holiday shows except for, well, little things here and there. But um, yeah, it just, that plus COVID, I'm just like, I don't know. I think I... It doesn't, I've, I've given up on some of the like holiday, like pillars of it must be this way. Yeah. And it's not that sad <laughs> because right. I have rich like connection with the people that I'm with when I'm with them. And you know what I mean? Like 100%. It, like there was a second in even just thinking about like, if I do go somewhere, like where am I going to go? Whatever. And like. I have a huge, beautiful family, but, like, there was something more where I was just, like, I might just want to stay in, like, Philly and, like, see who in the show is around because I'm mm-hmm. with you guys right now right. every day. Like, yeah. I don't need to explain how things... I don't need to, like, right. get into the small talk of, like, how's the show, how's this? We can just, like, sit You can exist and yes. you can just be, like... Because we're so present. And yes. it's, and it, and it's like, time. great, we're celebrating a holiday together. Cool, great, awesome. But we can... It's, it, like like you said about Thanksgiving, it's just a day. Yeah. Like it's holidays, at least for me have just been nothing but stress. Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. Do I love the Christmas village? Do I love, did I have so much fun on, on mean, my birthday when we went to Franklin square? <laughs> I live, do I go to the Christmas village almost every day just to kind of be there because I love watching the ice skating? Like, yeah, it's a feeling for me, but the, the, the day right. and like Christmas Eve is nothing but stress and I even Thanksgiving I was like I I had I had a good Thanksgiving so if anybody's watching and they feel like I'm talking shit cool I had a wonderful Thanksgiving I wanted it to just be over I was like I feel like I'm just driving here driving there I'm really stressed special guest Joseph 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 (laughs) I wonder how pretty that sounded actually just now because that kind of sounded pretty lit Watch out, Haim. It's us next. I love Haim. Guys, Joseph's here. Oh, he's putting in the... Oh, he's locking us in. Guess we're not going out. <laughs> Say hi to the camera. Yeah, just pop in here. We love Joseph. Wait, come in front of Can the table. Can you, like, come in front <laughs> of the yeah, table? Because this is really awkward. That's okay. My my carpet will oh. survive. Joseph is in the show as well. <laughs> not the crawling. This is really... <laughs> what did you say? Wolves. You know, wolves no, not too. wolves. None of them. Wolves. Wolves. Seven. Jellical. Hi. You got to come in front of the table. She. Yeah. yeah, you're talking to the editor. I'm. I'm taking notes. Hello, friends. Thanks for having me on this on this podcast episode as I walk in through the middle of probably a very serious conversation. Um. No. no. Well, I mean, in, yes, but but on the but, scale, but, it wasn't. The heaviest. How do you feel about holidays? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about holidays? I, I mostly think of them as a, a beautiful time and filled with lots of memories and friends and family and food and trying to stay present and in the moment and, and to make new memories, new traditions. Um, I, I grew up in Connecticut, so like I, I love the snow and winter wonderland kind of elements to the holiday mm-hmm. season. Like I like snowing and snowing. I like sledding and hot yeah. chocolate and like, yeah. you know, people are a little. People are usually a little. 
He's trying to get a zoom in moment. He wants he wants the he wants the editor to zoom in on this but one. Honestly, I've had some of those moments. Kinder, yes. More generous. I just tip my. We love being kind. Um, you know, it's like because the holiday spirit moves you to be a little more empathetic and hopefully but a little more thoughtful. We're talking about, I think, the season, not the day. This yes, is an the season. Thing yeah. that I uh, think, yeah, is being well, illustrated. Right I will now. say, like. I, I recognize all the holidays, but I celebrate Hanukkah tonight, the first night. Yes. Yes. And the Hanukkah, so all the Jewish holidays operate on the lunar calendar. So it's usually in December, but every year it's d- a different date. So because of that, like, it really is a season where sometimes, like, the one time there, the first night of Hanukkah was on Thanksgiving. It was very weird. But sometimes, like, it's after <laughs> Christmas. So, like, it could be yeah. anytime, anywhere. Mm. Love that. I love that. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> I, and thank you. I, again, my friend Sarah Tiger Brown told me she thinks I'm Jewish, and I say, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm into that. We'll take a season. It's the pressure on the day. Right. On the Uh-oh. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I don't know, because it's then, like, you know, again, moms are, like, the magic maker, so, like, the holidays are special because your family does these said traditions. So when you take that person out who's the curator of said traditions, right. it makes them fucking sad. Yeah. Poor Adam. I cried on his birthday at Franklin Square simply because Kenny G Christmas played and I wasn't oh expecting to hear it. And I went, <laughs> and I lost my shit. And, and that's okay. It wasn't Christmas. But it was the Christmas season. Right. Listen, I was I was proud of you even when because you did text me and you were like, I have not been to the Christmas village since going with my mom. And, I did. you know, and I was like, we don't have to do this. We don't. And you said, no, I want to go because you you said you wanted to associate it with a nice yes. holiday occasion. My birth. Thank you. I'm 33. <laughs> and. It, it, it was, Indeed. that was like, a, I mean, I was like, cool. Like, yes. Yeah. Reclaiming it for something right. fun and happy. Yes. And did you have a moment or two where you cried? Sure. I did. I did. It's allowed. Kenneth it's normal. Gorlick. It's human. Kenneth brought it Kenneth up. Gorlick just does something to my soul. You guys, that curly haired man with the <laughs> clarinet oboe saxophone. Clarinetti oboe. Guys, <laughs> you know what I do have in this house? A clarinet. An oboe. A Kenny G board game. Keeping it sexy. No, you do A board game? <laughs> I'll show you later. All right. I want to know how it's played. It's All teams. Right. You got to get them to his concert on time. Oh. <laughs> and it'd be like, Kenny's got his curls all tangled. Help him untangle oh the curls. God. Stop it. That sounds... Natalie Sappho's bought it from me. Season... Oh. Wait, episode... Episode... Episode um, five, testies. besties with besties. testies. That is your word of the night and tonight, she's mine. Audrey. She's mine. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just wanted to touch on the holidays because it is a hard time of year for so many people. Mm-hmm. So like Joseph said, we hope people are like a little more empathetic and kind. So if you're like, I don't know if I am, be better and just be yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Just check yourself just, and check on your friends and, and just... just see what they need and what they need you give them right and if you have a newly grieving fresh death friend just know that they're going to be sad and it's okay for them to be like i don't want to be in your pictures yeah right and And that's normal because we want you to be in your holiday sweater in our picture but we understand and it's okay yeah you know 
and it's okay for it just to be like <laughs> I keep thinking like when I see the lights I'm like oh wow it's so nice that there's Christmas lights out because it gets dark at 4 p.m. now like that's like I feel like I've, the re- I've reassigned it, yeah. the Christmas lights to just I'll be, be like, honest joy about having light in the darkness yeah. as opposed to like holiday i have to say i said today i said today at bar rosa with aunt carolyn doris i was like i don't remember the last time i saw the sun <laughs> didn't you see that or did rachel uh, hart say rachel, that rachel yeah she was like we haven't room. seen the sun in days i haven't seen that goddamn sun many years in this we have been resting oh overcasted fucking snow it snowed today yeah I saw oh, it and I said Georgia boy over there. No, I hate the snow. I woke up this morning, looked out the window. I was like, Mm-mm, no, I absolutely hate this because then I had to walk in it. Yeah. Yeah, not that. I know Connecticut. Oh. Joseph, who's probably off camera right now, is celebrating We're at a his live, live audience winter. <laughs> no, it's not. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> it counts as a view, you guys. Add one to our tally. Well, I saw you debate crawling over to take your shoes off, and then you thought better of it. Yep, that's why you took them off over there. <laughs> I'm going to edit all this out. It's all good. Um, all right, y'all. I think that that's us. Is that's it our it. cheers moment? I think we wrapped it up, and we wrapped in dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think we did. I think we and then, wrapped it up and touched on the holidays. Let your sad friends be sad on a holiday. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just a sad time of year for a lot of us. So yeah. But this do was one a, of these and be like, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. That's all. That's, That's all, all I got for you. Is it our cheers moment? It's our cheers. So this is where we grab our glasses. Yeah. Have you prepared? Yeah, because this is where I start the music. <laughs> show your show your logo. Oh yeah. And my lips, oh. my lips. And hold it real quick, cause I'll zoom in on it. Am I doing it? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Very good. Okay. That was cute. So cheers to a wonderful first season. Yes. Oh my gosh. Of Thanks. the Grieving Girl Absolutely. podcast. Thanks, hon. You're changing lives, people. Thank you, and thank you for listening. And thank you for listening. ASMR. Yeah, ASMR. I love ASMR. Yeah. Don't get me started. ASMR Maria. And also, I'll drop a link. Thank you for watching. You we'll for see you at season two. And we'll see you at season two. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, stay tuned for all those wonderful <laughs> things coming from the brain of Bonnie Kelly. Yes. I'll probably start the music later because it's only like 18 seconds. Okay, bye, you guys. Bye. Happy grieving. Happy grieving. (laughs) (laughs) Toodaloo. Merry Christmas. Bye. Happy New Year. Also, Happy New Year. Okay, now bye. (laughs) That was a nightmare. (laughs) 